You are listening to a special pre-recorded episode of The Four Persons Show. Though we will not be taking live calls tonight, we want to answer any questions or comments you may have. Drop us a line at email at thefourpersons.com. Welcome to the Tangled Knot with Deb Rojas. With the help of our Heavenly Mother Mary, undoer of knots, Deb seeks to help us untangle the knots we find and often cause in our own lives. Deborah Rojas, MS, is a psychotherapist and mental health counselor at Integrity Counseling Services. A graduate of Divine Mercy University, Deborah utilizes a variety of approaches within a Catholic Christian framework depending on the needs of the client. These approaches include cognitive behavioral therapy, internal family systems, emotion-focused therapy, forgiveness therapy, person-centered therapy, gestalt techniques, and narrative therapy. She specializes in women's issues, relationship trauma, spiritual trauma, physical and sexual trauma, anxiety and depression and grief and loss. She also works with priests, pastors and seminarians, drawing from her background of over 20 years of working in both Protestant and Catholic churches. For more information about Deb and Integrity Counseling, please visit them at IntegrityCounselingPA.com. Once again, the address is IntegrityCounselingPA.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Deb Rojas. Hello and welcome to The Tangled Knot. I am Deb Rojas, your host for this show. I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Fred Boley uh, from St. Barnabas Reconciliation. And um, yeah, we're here today to take another look at some of the ways that knots can create havoc in our lives and disrupt the peace. And um, a <clears throat> long time ago, I, I really I observed as a young adult that life is relationships and very very often how the relationships go is how life goes and so um and so we see that you know we see that definitely in the tangled knot aspect um mary undoer of knots um came about through a man going to a priest asking for prayer for his marriage and so what's even within um the name of this show is the origin of um, seeking help for those things mm-hmm. that create difficulty in life. Um, so one of the things that I absolutely love is in being a Catholic counselor, Fred, is how we are able to incorporate faith into our work. Mm-hmm. And I know you do a lot of secular counseling. So how does that work when you have a client who you you're not sure is going to where they are. Do you ask that outright as part of your intake process? Yes, I do. I certainly do because that's one of the most important parts of a person's life. And so mm-hmm. whether they have um, a different sort of creed or no creed at all, uh, I need to know where they're coming from. Um, and 
it's always part of what I do in secular counseling, although not always explicitly. Mm-hmm. And how often do you find that clients come with some kind of face that is helpful for them? Well, um, almost always clients have some sort of faith, even if they don't know it. Uh, as a source of comfort for them. Mm -hmm. Um, These days, it's much less than it would have been before. Mm -hmm. So it's probably only maybe 50%, 60% in the Bible Belt, which I think before it would have been 90%, you know. Wow. Um, And 90% mostly Protestant? Yes. Okay. So they will... um, they will claim some sort of affiliation, mm-hmm. but it's not always or even most of the time these days a big part of their lives. Mm-hmm. There's not much affiliation. No, there's not a whole mm-hmm. lot of practice, mm-hmm. especially since COVID. People stopped going and a lot of them haven't gone back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's true for Catholics, too. Mm-hmm. Even though we have a very Eucharistic-centered faith and worship, which can only be experienced in the present, mm-hmm. it is unfortunately true for Catholics as well. I don't know what the research is. I'll have to look at the numbers. Um, it would be interesting to see how mass attendance is now compared to how it was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know that either. Um, but I find the few Catholics that you meet in the Midwest who come through counseling are usually baptized, sometimes confirmed, and mm-hmm. quite rarely are they practicing. Hmm. How far apart are the churches there, the parishes? Well, we're out in the country, so um, let me see. About half an hour, half an hour drive. Okay. <clears throat> so where I am, I could walk in in seven minutes, be at an FSSP parish. parish. I could drive mm-hmm. in seven minutes, be at an ordinary parish. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of, um, you know, St. Matthew's is right across the river. So there are three or four within a seven-minute drive. Wow. That I, that I can think of, right, that I, you know, there are probably more. Um, so it's it's really, it's really fascinating to me that it's that spread out and that there are so few options even. You don't mm-hmm. really have options. No, there are no options. Mm-hmm. Well, I do know some people drive. Like you'd have to drive an hour and 20 minutes, maybe, if you wanted to go to Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. But depending where you are in our diocese, you would have to drive a lot further than that. Mm-hmm. So in Kirksville, for example, you'd have to drive two, two and a half hours if you were like, that's that, I'm going to Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. Much closer, many more Masses in a, in a big population center like St. Louis. Mm-hmm. St. Louis has been, I mean, it was... It was known as the Rome of the West, and hmm. uh, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. Um, <laughs> the, the, the West, of, 
<laughs> it used to be the west of the United States, and so it was mm-hmm. like the the uh, focal point of Catholicism in the mm-hmm. west of the United States. And they have a lot of churches there, a lot of parishes, but even St. Louis has just gone through a period of um, quite marked consolidation of parishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, phenomenon of... Um, Catholics falling away or not attending mass at the very least is uh, mm-hmm. is everywhere. I think at least in the yeah. United States, it is everywhere. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, St. Louis is the gateway to the West, right, with the arch. Mm-hmm. But it also has that incredible cathedral, mm-hmm. the mosaic basilica, mm-hmm. the cathedral basilica of St. Louis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite an amazing architectural and liturgical art place. Mm-hmm. I was really, really impressed by it. So, um, we, today we're gonna we're going to uh, to talk about the psychology of Compline. Mm-hmm. And what brought it to mind is that my grandmother's been very ill this week, mm-hmm. and. Um, for a day or two, it was really, really not herself, not able to communicate. And But she responded to prayer and singing. Mm-hmm. So she would she would quote scripture. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a convert, so she's a, she's a Baptist. Her, she was a preacher's wife for over 60 years and wow. uh, usually spends an hour or two reading the scriptures a day when she's in good health. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in her room a lot by herself. And uh, so she has a lot of it memorized. Wow. It's really, really beautiful. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I pulled out my, I booked up the King James Version mm-hmm. online because I don't have as much of that memorized anymore. And mm-hmm. um, and that's what she knows. And she just, she, she even though she wasn't really with it, she could still quote it with me. Mm-hmm. And you could see her whole body relax in response to the familiarity of it and the comfort Beautiful. that it brings. Um, and then, of course, singing and music naturally provide comfort and peace, especially mm-hmm. worshipful when it's drawing us to the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So um, the other night I went to visit her, and it was late, but she was still up. They, they knew I was coming, so they kept her up for me. And um, and I prayed with her, just kind of did like bedtime prayers. Mm-hmm. And as Catholics, we have special bedtime prayers. Yes. <laughs> uh, what are they, Fred? What are our special Catholic bedtime prayers? Well, there are things people pray before they go to sleep, but I think that you're talking about Compline. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the liturgy of the hours, and of course, the liturgy of the hours are the uh, regular praying of the psalms, um, interspersed with other prayers that uh, people in religious life have prayed mm-hmm. for thousands of years, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you were a monk or a nun, um, you would pray is it seven times a day or five. I think seven, but uh, Dominicans, since they're active out in the world, um, are permitted to pray only five times because they need mm-hmm. to study. 
but yes, on regular regular times throughout the day, um, you pray the Psalms, um, and it's taken up really the tradition from the ancient Jews. Mm-hmm. Pray the Psalms at regular times. So you work your way through all of the 150 Psalms once a week. You pray them that often. So if you're praying every single time, if you're getting up at 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., noon, you know, following it all along. (laughs) (laughs) So just as uh, in the Bible, in the Gospel you read, it was about the third hour. They Mm -hmm. don't mean two o'clock. Their hours were three hours, mm-hmm. three of our hours. Hmm. So they mark the, the uh, passing of time regularly like that. Um, but it's a way of, of being constantly in prayer, you know, as, mm-hmm. the, as the Bible asks us to do. Um, in addition, I think it, it also is a way of reminding us that the day belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Um, morning prayer, the prayers are, are about... Thanking God for bringing us through the night and asking his blessing on the day and offering the day to him and acknowledging that it really does belong to him. Right. And the same with evening prayers is kind of looking back and reflecting on the day. But Compline is a little bit different because it's really preparation right before bedtime. And and I think, it's, you know, it's funny having children, the bedtime routine mm-hmm. is almost like, you know, like a liturgy in and of itself. Right. You know, there's a certain, um, you know, like there's dinner, there's quiet play, there's bath time, there's reading, you know, all the hugs and kisses before bed, and then, you know, the final glass of water, and, <laughs> and, then, and then the day is over. Um which just shows how much adjustment we need to move from the activity to the rest. Right. Why is that? Well, there's a, there's a couple things that occur to me right off the bat, and one is cognitive set. <laughs> you have a, a set of, of things that are in your mind as an expectation. You can use that to quickly deal with a situation we do all the time without realizing it. It's uh, similar to what they call clumping. You know, an expert sees <clears throat> many different plays of chess, for example, all at once. Mm-hmm. So that um, they can not spend all the time figuring out, well, if I move this knight, I'll see, is it two forward and one over? You know, they're not thinking at that mm-hmm. level. They're thinking of a set of moves, you know, a sort of pattern Strategy. of play all at once. Say that again. Strategy. Strategy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Top Gun of Virginia has been serving the East Coast with quality swimming pool, shot creek, and gunite applications for over 35 years. The strong legacy of craftsmanship that Top Gun has garnered is backed by the pride we take in creating a lasting product. Top Gun will help you stay on schedule and within budget, while still maintaining the level of quality control and safety that is expected from a name with 35 years of experience. Top Gun Top Gun of Virginia is a premier supplier of commercial shot creek and gunite services on the East Coast. 
Shockcrete and gunite are forms of pneumatically applied concrete which can be used to build or repair structures. Shockcrete and gunite can perform jobs which are not possible or are more difficult with traditional, form and pour, concrete applications. Top Gun uses our own volumetric trucks to apply engineer-certified mixes of both wet and dry process applications to meet any need. Top Gun Top Gun is located at 10017 Richmond Highway, Lorton, Virginia, 22079. You can reach them at 703-550-9207 or email them at info at topgungunite.com. Make sure you mention that you heard this ad on the 4 Persons Podcast. In a recent article published in the secular press, a journalist tried to characterize Our Lady's Rosary as a symbol of radical extremism. Not coincidentally, this smear piece was released on August 15th, the Feast of Our Lady's Assumption. As Catholics, we should be aware that the Rosary is, in fact, radical and extreme, though in a way very different from that intended by its critics and enemies. The word radical comes from the Latin word radix, meaning root, and it is in this sense that the rosary is very radical, for it brings us to the very root of our Catholic faith, which is the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For some of the finest hand-crafted rosaries you will find anywhere, please visit our friends at JMJ Catholic Shop. JMJ Catholic Shop is a family-owned business out of Detroit, Michigan. They pray the rosary together and they are inspired to change the world by the power of this devotion and provide beauty and faith. They allow customized, personalized, and bulk orders. Please visit them at etsy.com shop slash JMJ Catholic Shop or find them on Facebook by searching JMJ Catholic Shop. Make sure you mention that you heard this ad on the 4 Persons Podcast. We will be back to the Tangle Knot with Deb Rojas on the Four Persons Network in just a moment. The Four Persons Inc. is a registered 501c3 nonprofit. It is our goal to bring you the very best Catholic content possible, including great contributors like Deb. Going forward, we will continue to bring you great apologists, great educational content, devotionals, Catholic books, and live charitable and social outreach activism. To continue to keep bringing you this great program, we need your help. All of our members are volunteering their time and effort, but it costs money to pay for all of the things connected with our shows, podcasts, and articles. Please take a moment to donate. Our online credit card platform is not yet running, but you can send your tax-deductible gift to the 4 Persons, Inc., P.O. Box 11214, Manassas, Virginia, 20113. The address again is the Four Persons Inc. P.O. Box 11214, Manassas, Virginia, 20113. If you would like to advertise your business on our programs, or if you have any comment or question of any kind, please email us at email at thefourpersons.com or call us at 240-728-6531. Thank you.
And it's the same thing with, with all forms of cognitive set. You know, you are ready for certain things to be certain ways and so that you don't have to spend a whole lot of time dealing with that. Mm-hmm. But um, it, you need to change that, you know, if the situation is quite different from what you had thought. If, you, if you're thinking in terms of walking in, turning on the lights, uh, switching on some movie and having a freezer pizza, you switch on the lights and, of course, the voices shouts out surprise, right? It's a whole different way of, uh, of thinking about your evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it uh, it takes a little bit of um, adjustment within your mind mm-hmm. to get used to a new set of ideas that are going to be your evening now. But it's also physiological, you know, um, there are uh, states of readiness that uh, is that your body is in, and so um, literally your physiology changes mm-hmm. if you are in the middle of playing a football game or a tennis match mm-hmm. than if you are um, sitting quietly trying to absorb some new concepts through a closely reasoned text, you know, a book, something mm-hmm. like that. And it would be very difficult for you to to go from playing an intense athletic event um, to sitting down and really taking in new concepts, Mm -hmm. ideas, or reasoning, or whatever. Um, Just physiologically, you have different ways of being in your brain uh, for those two different things, and there are more than that, of course. But that's just to give an idea. So if you're in the middle of the day where you're trying to get things done, um, you're trying to go as fast as you can, have as much fun as you can, that's way different from trying to settle down and rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you've had little kids, you know that sometimes it's kind of like um, putting down a jack-in-the-box. It's boing, you know, <laughs> boing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be one of those it's like, nights. It's like if I hear my name again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we see it's it's fascinating. I, I think kids show us in many ways the difficulties we have, mm-hmm. just unvarnished, you know, without any facade. And um, you know, they have difficulty moving from that activity to the rest. Mm-hmm. And so we help them by creating a routine to help slow them down and remind them that it's time to. Be still. It's time to slow down. It's time to be quiet. It's time to relax. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, and I find that that's what Compline does for us through prayer. Yeah. Wonderful thing. It really is. Um, and, and the reason it came to mind this week is I was saying my grandmother was, um, she's not been doing well this week. So when I went to pray with her in the evening, one of the prayers that popped into my head with its Anglican wording, because I'm a convert and learned Mm -hmm. it from the BCT, was um, guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. So as I was looking at her and her frailty, I was reminded that rest in peace is also the sleep of passing from this world to the next. Mm-hmm. 
but even that is truly, it can be a resting in peace. It's, it's done in the, like, trusting in God. Mm-hmm. Even that process of letting go. But the interesting thing was, as I said it, her eyes popped open. Mm-hmm. She looked at me and said, what was that? <laughs> and she said, I have been thinking, trying to think of the words to that. Like, it's been the prayer of her heart every night. Hmm. But she didn't have the words for it. And it made me so thankful that, as Catholics, we have these prayers. Mm -hmm. We do have the words for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first time I prayed Compline, it just resonated. Like, I need this. I need to be able to entrust my day to the Lord and entrust my night to him, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, that antiphon is a little different in the ordinary uh, divine worship method, but we have preserve us, O Lord, while waking and guard us while sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and to sleep we may rest in peace. So we see that similarity. But then it also goes into the song of Simeon. Mm. So Simeon was the, the aged prophet. Mm-hmm. Waiting for the arrival of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So he had been told would he would see before he passed. I know some legends say that he had lived for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And so when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple for circumcision, he was beyond delighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had come to pass, right? And so his long watch was ending. Yes, exactly. His long watch was ending and, 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 you know, he could go now. Like the thing that he had been waiting for had come to pass. And so his prayer is, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of thy people, Israel. And so then um, we we pray that beautiful antiphon, preserve us, O Lord, while waking and guard us while sleeping. That awake we may watch with Christ and to sleep, we may rest in peace. And so that brackets the new Dimitis, the song of Simeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, how fitting that Simeon was actually saying, let me go from this life. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just saying, let me go to sleep now. (laughs) You know, he was saying, I'm ready. Yes. And, um, we've talked before about theosomnia, the, um, the theology of sleep and how, in a way, uh, you know, going to sleep is is like a a, a little death, if you will, mm-hmm. in the sense that we're giving up control. We're not conscious. We're entrusting our safety to God. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, how fitting that we actually pray the prayer of Simeon. Well, when you look at the way things go wrong, it can often tell you like the deeper meaning of what you're doing. The fact that a lot of us, most of us, I certainly, sometimes have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, what keeps sleeping? 
It's usually anxiety, right? It's mm-hmm. usually all worries of uh, your waking life and the things you need to get done or the things that might go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so really, um, we are in the world most of the time striving, you know, and that's that's the way we're we're built and that's what we should be doing. But at a certain point, you do need to, to let go and recognize that although you need to be striving, working hard, uh, for for the best, it, at some point you have to let go and let God, right? You really do mm-hmm. have to hand it all over to God and learn how to trust, um, which is often a very long process. You know, it's not so mm-hmm. easy to But you need both of those things. You need the strife, the, the great effort of life, but you also need the letting go, mm-hmm. the relinquishing of of your anxiety or your work or whatever into the hands of God. And just as little kids need to learn how to switch from one mode to the other physiologically and also mentally, um, we still need to do it even as adults. So mm-hmm. a very, very good practice, which most of us do not have. Most of us go from the uh, intense blue light of screens to mm-hmm. trying to which those two things are too radically different. Mm-hmm. So even from a really practical point of view, um, I will sometimes say to people, <clears throat> I know you don't believe, but pretend like you believe because it's going to be really good for you. You know, It's going to be good for your sleep. It's going to be good for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And how does that work if they don't actually believe? If they do the same things they would do if they did believe, then they find that they are much more <laughs> relaxed and happy. And if you pretend that you believe, so in other words, if you hang out with people who all believe and you're going through the same motions, guess what happens to your inner self? Often as not, you start to believe as well. Mm-hmm. So as you're looking at your life from the side, mm-hmm. if you act as if you believe or act as if the world is basically good and there's someone out there who's got your best mm-hmm. interest part, then um, your body and your mind, yourself, um, will start to fall into into place, into very healthy and helpful patterns. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way you're designed. Mm-hmm. If you are, are doing the things that you're designed for, then any quibbles you might have about theology or philosophy very often will fall into place anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Sense. The disorder the disorder comes from not living out the design. Mm-hmm. Essentially the knots, the tangles, all of it comes from not living out the design. Right. You know, um you mm-hmm. So you're you're kind of instructing in a way, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Yes. Beautiful prayer. Mhm. And and it's one that um you know being immersed in prayer, being immersed in the liturgy of the hours um, we're able to help our unbelief. Mhm. Because all of us have that don't we? we have a certain mm-hmm. degree of belief. Mhm. Yeah, so we're able to in that way remind ourselves of the truth through prayer. Remind ourselves of the mercy and grace of God. And as you were saying, you know, what keeps us awake is often anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
but it's also what keeps us from doing good work through the day. Yes, that's true. You know, anxiety creates this mental um, mental activity that feels like work and it's exhausting, but it's mm-hmm. not actually productive. That's right. There's usually way more anxiety than is needed or is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anxiety can be helpful, you're saying. It can be, yes. Yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> right, exactly. Watch out. Or, oh, no, this project's new right now. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed yes. to be somewhere? Mhm. What did I forget? Yeah. Mhm. Should I turn on my microphone? Mhm. Oh yeah, that would be a fun show if it was just a one-sided conversation and you it was all <laughs> you. <laughs> because my microphone was off the whole time. That would be funny. But anyway, most of the time we are worried. We're troubled and worried by many things. Mhm. But we really only one thing. We need to choose that one thing, the good, the best. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, that being worried about many things is what makes it so difficult, as you were saying, to actually let go of the day and rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, to looking at another one of the prayers before the ending of the day creator of the world we pray that with thy wanted favor thou wouldst be our guard and keeper now um oh father we that we ask be done through jesus christ thine only son who with the holy ghost in thee doth live and reign eternally Um, keep me as the apple of an eye hide me under the shadow of thy wings and I, there's a prayer in there, too, that's a protection from evil dreams, from from dreams and from um, fears. And, um, and with that, again, it's like those things put anxiety to rest. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Anxiety is, you know, sometimes those fears are about the day and, and, you know, what didn't I accomplish that I needed to? What do I have to do tomorrow? Where am I failing? But then also it can be about sleep itself. So in what sense? Are you worried about not sleeping? Worried about not sleeping, not getting enough sleep, not waking up in time. Looking for a Catholic counselor or coach? Dr. Fred Boley provides faithful Catholic counseling and coaching for men in Missouri and beyond. He conveniently offers telehealth services for anxiety, depression, marriage counseling, or just getting stuff done. You can find him at stbarn.org or 872-269-1280. Once again, the number is 872-269-1280. Looking for a Catholic counselor? Dr. Peter Claponis. Deb Rojas and the team at Integrity Counseling Services provide faithful Catholic counseling in Pennsylvania and beyond. We offer telehealth and in-person counseling for porn addiction, betrayal trauma, anxiety, depression, marriage counseling, and much more. You can find us at IntegrityCounselingPA.com or 610-601-9781. 
That's IntegrityCounselingCA.com or 610-601-9781. Looking for a Catholic counselor or coach? Dr. Fred Boley provides faithful Catholic counseling and coaching for men in Missouri and beyond. He conveniently offers telehealth services for anxiety, depression, marriage counseling, or just getting stuff done. You can find him at stbarn.org or 872-269-1280. Once again, the number is 872-269-1280. is a Catholic recording artist, multi-award winning songwriter. She sings contemporary and folk rock music. She has been in the music industry for over five years. Her music is her ministry. She aims to help people that suffer from all kinds of pain in life and try to bring them to the Lord through her music. She has three albums out and her music is being played on radio stations all over the world. Her website is lisamarinacole.com and she is on social media. Her music page is facebook.com Lisa Songs of Worship. YouTube at Lisa M. Nicole. Instagram Lisa underscore Marie underscore Nicole underscore official. Her songs can be purchased on her website, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and everywhere else. Her merchandise store has everything for her ministry and can be accessed through her website. Her new CDs will be available very soon and can be purchased through her website. She counts herself blessed that God has chosen her to help spread his message. She is Lisa Marie Nicole. Get her music today. Here is the latest podcast schedule here on the four persons. You'll want to write this down to keep up with our shows. On Monday at 7, will be the new night of The Take Not with Deborah Rojas. Tuesday will be a flex schedule. Some weeks we'll have shows on Tuesday, some weeks we will not. On Wednesday, that will be the new night of Uncounseling with Dr. Fred Bowley. Again, on Wednesday at 7, Eastern Time, Uncounseling with Fred Bowley. Thursday will be the second flex scheduled day of our week. On Friday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, it is the Catholic Ken Apologetic Show with Ken Litchfield. Then at 7 p.m., the Luke Castle Show. On Saturday at noon Eastern, it is the first Toast and Coffee Show with apologist William Hemsworth. On Saturday evening at 7 p.m., it will be the Taken It to the Street Show with Terry Gelb. Then on Sunday at 5 p.m., it is Catholicism Rock. That is our regular schedule, schedule, and as as things things change, we will notify you here at at the Four Persons.
And now, back to Deb Rojas and the Tangled Knot on the Four Persons Network. You know, depending on the next day, um, worried about sometimes worried about dreams. One of my kiddos um, was had really terrible nightmares when she was little, and um, she would she really had a hard time falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was always making signs of the cross on her forehead, and um, we found a little comfort cross. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with those? I know you have mentioned that before in conversation, but I I can't remember what that is. So a comfort cross <clears throat> is made to fit into the palm of of a child's hand. Uh, and the um the portion of it that's beneath the beans, the cross beans, uh-huh. is, is rounded and it's shaped to to easily be grasped. And none of the uh, corners, all of the corners are sanded off. So right. there's, there's no right angles. Mm-hmm. And they're made of olive wood. So it's just right. a very pretty marbling. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so she would go to sleep every night holding the cross. And it was always a reminder that Jesus was with her. Mm-hmm. A physical reminder. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was powerful. But yeah, so dreams are, are are sometimes something that we can be afraid of and going to sleep. Certainly, yeah. Get into a pattern that way a lot of times with nightmares and then being afraid to go to sleep and then because you're not sleeping well, you're more prone to nightmares and so mm-hmm. forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> um. What's your favorite part of Complain, Fred? My favorite part, I, I like the, uh, just what you were talking about, the closing prayer, prayer of Simeon and the, and the Antiphon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every night with Complain, you, you also have the other parts too, don't you? You have the uh, psalm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what else? So, um, hold on a second. Um, there's a confession. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yes. Examination of conscience. Mm-hmm. A brief little yeah. review of the day. Yes. In fact, I usually pray or pray Dominican Compline. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a lay Dominican, which is uh, very beautiful as well. Let's see. So, today is a Saturday. Mhm. Why is this? I have a new version on my phone. After first vespers on Sunday, so in a sense, the holy day has begun. The day of the Lord has begun. Mhm. We pray Compline. Good. Our prayers are slightly different. They're, um, you know, they're specifically Dominican. So after the uh, examination of 
conscience we have. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us all our sins, free us from mm-hmm. all evil, keep a faith, and strengthen us in every good work, and bring us to eternal life, so slightly different from what you might be used to. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. It is very beautiful. A reminder of the comfort of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, um, oh, God, make speed to save us. Oh, Lord, make haste to help us. Nice one. It's a very simple call and response after after the uh, the confession. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so it's very it's a very short, simple for those who are you know interested in like in adding this as a. Um, I don't know how long does it take you to go through the Dominican Compline? About five minutes, maybe seven minutes. Yeah, I would say seven minutes max. If you're reading out loud slowly, if you're praying quietly, it could be a lot, a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So it really is. Um, it's a very easy routine to um, to observe, and um, and for those who are married, to to do with a spouse. Mm-hmm. It is it can be conversational. You can take turns with the psalm verses. Um. So yeah, it's just it's the confession, the psalm. Yeah, uh, the liturgy of the hours is prayed with, with other people, mm-hmm. but very, very often, of course, uh, like the parish priests and us lay Dominicans and so forth, mm-hmm. we do pray it on our own. It's, it, you can do it that way, but it's uh, it is designed to be prayed in, uh, in community. Mm-hmm. You know, another beautiful part is the comment to all of the uh, the hours, and that's the responsory. Mm-hmm. So for Compline, we have, into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. So directly mm-hmm. quoting Jesus, you know, who gave himself On the cross. Mm-hmm. gives or completely to mm-hmm. the Father. But we see that really marks markedly on the cross. You have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. I commend my spirit. And then pray to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Into your hand, Lord, I commend my spirit. What do you have for your responsory? Um, it's similar, but a little bit more poetic. Mm-hmm. Because it has the old English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Into thy hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. And then the response is, <clears throat> For thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, thou God of truth. Um. And then we have the glory be, and then the response into thy hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it, like Simeon, Christ is giving up his life. He's mm-hmm. really, really putting his life in the hands of God. So, I was just going to say, when I work with people on anxiety, mm-hmm. <laughs> we work on practical ways of reducing the symptoms. Um, as quickly as possible. Therapy is always two speeds. You know, it should be. Mm-hmm. And there's the reduction of symptoms to give people some relief in the short term. Mm-hmm. But there's also a longer term adjustment of our internal self. We talked about that on my show this week. Mm-hmm. Conversion. You know, there's got to be conversion and not just reduction of symptoms. So um, ultimately, I often tell people, you have got to get to the point where you um, give your life away. 
Mm-hmm. You can't keep your life anyway, but you can choose how you give it away. And if you um, really intentionally hand that over to God, then your internal self will be um, properly oriented and you won't be bothered nearly as much by anxiety long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Properly oriented. Towards mm-hmm. whom? Towards God. Mm-hmm. You know, you plan to die well, then you will live well. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, what it sounds like you're talking about is surrender. Yes, that's a good way to call it. It's a good word, surrender. It's a beautiful word. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about Christ saying, into thy hands I commend my spirit, he's surrendering mm-hmm. himself to the Lord. You know, Simeon saying, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace. You know, he's surrendering his end to the Lord. Yes. Um, even in confession, like the beginning of Compline, there's the surrender of, like, my failings. Mm-hmm. Instead of flagellating myself with them all night, mm-hmm. I'm going to confess them. We're trying to keep them all secret and hidden from God. Mm-hmm, that too. Yeah. Surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the body is also the body's also surrendering. There's a physical surrender that takes place. Yes. As there's like a just a, we, we kind of crap out. That's that's a very technical term. <laughs> you can't stay in the heightened sense uh, what uh, technically we call arousal, right? You can't stay in that heightened sense of readiness and. And uh, like you're playing a video game, if you want also to go to sleep, mm-hmm. and we need part of life is that rhythm between wakefulness and sleepfulness, alertness mm-hmm. and relaxation, like really literally muscle relaxation. Um, at some point, in order to get the rest that you need, in order to be uh, useful, or I mean to be effective in your daily life, you have to go through the cycles of sleep which involves like literally being paralyzed for a while as, as you're asleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. the two are not coordinated well if you've ever had that experience of uh, not being able to move your muscles. Like, oh, I'm totally paralyzed. People have uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. which can be horrifying if you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're lying there and you're you're aware, awake in one sense, but you can't move any of your muscles. Mm-hmm. Which also leads to nightmares of being chased around the room in your stocking feet by a murderer mm-hmm. or whatever. You can't mm-hmm. move. Dreams of uh, helplessness. Yes. But yeah. it's there for a reason, and it's necessary. And so, in a certain sense, it is part of that surrender that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking about how things like video games keep us keyed up and don't allow us to have that natural process. So can working too late mm-hmm. or irregular work schedules mm-hmm. where, you know, some nurses don't get off until midnight right, or one o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, how do they slow their body down, mm-hmm. you know, so that they can actually physiologically rest. Right. Um, and even though our work is pretty sedentary, you know, if I have a 10 hour day, 
and then just try to go home and go to bed. I can't sleep, even though even though a part of me is exhausted. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting too long. I've been concentrating too long. I've been emotionally focused, you know, for too long, and it um, it takes time to unwind all of that. Yes. Well, Deb, that is the end of another fine show. Uh, there's so much more that could be said. There certainly the is, and we will try another time. <laughs> and how fitting Compline and all the other hours are to the human person. Mm-hmm. But this is a tangled knot, which helps us uh, uh, as we ask Mary Andur of Knots to, to help us mm-hmm. undo the knot of our lives. How can people get hold of you if they need to talk to you, Deb? And they can call the office at 610-601-9781. That's 610-601-9781. How can I get a hold of you, Fred? They can go to stbarn.org, S-T-B-A-R-N.org. Um, and they can email at stbarn at protonmail.com. Mm-hmm. But remember... This is a co-production, four-persons blog and podcast, and environmental reconciliation. We will be here most every week, but every evening of the week, there are shows on the podcast, so tune in, and uh, they are recorded, of course, so you can go back and listen to them later again. We often, uh, or always, pray closing prayer in Compline, which in the Dominican version goes like this. Visit this house, we pray, O Lord, and drive far from it all snares of the enemy. May your holy angels dwell here to keep us in peace, and may your blessing rest upon us always, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Mary, I do not. Pray for us. You just heard the Tangle Knot with Deb Rojas on the Four Persons Network. Real sound Catholic counseling that helps us to fulfill the greatest commandment to love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole strength, and, yes, our whole mind. We will see you next week for another wonderful show with Deb Rojas. The Four Persons Inc. is a registered 501c3 nonprofit. All rights reserved. Any unauthorized use of this content without the permission of the Four Persons Inc. and our hosts is prohibited and subject to legal action. Thank you.